This is Ed McMahon. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Do we have a tape measure anywhere? How far apart do you think Joe and I are? Do you think we're six feet apart? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's close. Six feet. Yeah, if I were to lay down at my own feet, more than, yes. more than five, less than six would be my guess? No, you're wrong. It's not quite Get a far tape enough. measure. My wife was really concerned. She said, are you six feet away from everybody else? And I said, yeah, I think I actually am six feet away from everybody else. I'm, I'm closer than six feet to Sean. Yeah, <laughs> we're in the four to five range. Of course, when I get close to you, it makes me feel safe. <laughs> um, live from Studio C. He's in your... A dimly lit room deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody. Kick off a brand new weird freaking week. We're under the tutelage of our general manager. Masks. Jack, the masks we all wear to conceal our true selves. Wow. Wait, checking the paperwork. Oh, no. N95 masks. Masks for nurses. Wear the masks. This is America. Why don't we have 30 zillion masks? What happened? Who's to blame? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I was talking about that last night with my wife on how... uh, you know, we we won World War II to a certain extent by just being able to crank out our uh, our, our production of things you need in a way other countries could not because yes. our system is so much better than we're the, other the arse of democracy. And you're right. How do we not have so many freaking masks? You're like sick of it. Okay, yeah, I got plenty. All right, right, Stop. exactly. You handed me boxes of masks. I got mine. Yeah, <laughs> I'm all a, set. That's a gas mask. Would that actually work? Uh, wow. What do you mean? Let me ask my Uncle Google. It's, uh, as everyone knows, it's confusing. Is there so much information out there? And it, it seems like every doctor's got a slightly different version of something. Yes. And they all have tremendous credentials. And I don't think any of them are, like, lying to me or anything like that or attempting to be misleading. But, I mean, mm-hmm. I, was heard, I heard one guy Saturday afternoon uh, talking about how it's really about the droplets hanging in the air. So the masks, some people are downplaying the masks. I'm saying the masks are the key to this whole thing. And then I heard a guy uh, yesterday morning on Face the Nation who is saying we're we've come to believe that it's more about touching surfaces than we ever realized before. Oh boy! Uh, oh, boy. initially we thought it was in the air, but it the touching surfaces is huge. Can you two get together maybe and, and chat with each other and get back to us? Now I suppose both can be true, but uh, wow, wow. <sighs> Yeah, I was kind of, I'd, I'd kind of gone with the, it's the hanging in the air thing I got to worry about, stay away from people, blah, 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 mask, et cetera. Uh, but now I'm starting to think of touching things is the problem. I don't oh, know. good. Yeah. We're all trying not to be paranoid. Those of us who aren't paranoid. I really, 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 how many reallys was that? Because I want 10. Quite really don't want to catch this. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. Well, and, and those of us of, of reasonable mind are trying to figure out where our caution is best directed. What should, what's the smart strategy? Uh, but it's, it's a little difficult given the conflicting info. But as you, uh, as you all know, they're trying to figure this thing out on the fly. I, I was out and about all weekend long for a variety of reasons. I think all fairly legitimate. Uh, but I was out, I was Why around. don't you let us be the judges? <laughs> I was out and about on Friday. How many I wet su- bat markets did you go to? <laughs> I suggest we have a, 
a, a sheltering in place trial for Mr. Armstrong. Wow. Guilty. Yeah, you wow, had to buy wow. ketchup, didn't Easy. you? Wow, the jury is in a surly mood. Yes, Ooh, I, I need guilty. ketchup. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, a little public shaming to start your week. Um, you were saying? Uh, but I did notice a change in tone from Friday when I was out and about through Saturday through yesterday. As uh, when I was at the Target store yesterday, people were uh, serious. There was, there was no laughing, there was no smiling, there was no casual conversation. Mm. And when I pulled into the parking lot, um, people were walking real fast. In fact, one guy out of it got out of his car with a mask on and, and started running toward the Target. And I, and I, 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 I like started to hurry up. I thought, well, I'm about to miss out on, out on what I said to myself. <laughs> we've got plenty of everything. I'm just here to get like a couple of extra things, but we got, pl- even if they don't have it, we're fine. Mm. I don't need to run, but wow. everybody walking really fast and looking around made me think, well, but I'm, there must be something. Is the cure in there? What, what, where, where? Wow. Uh, and it was just, and like I said, everybody was super serious in there. And they had rules for how many uh, various things you could take. I heard somebody with, a, with a, a life hack say, you go in, you buy it, come back out, you put it in your car, and you go back in again. Well, I'm not going to do that. Well, and, and how many do you really need? Well, let's, right. let's work on your definition of life hack. That doesn't really seem like you're, right. you're shortcutting thought, much. Well, you're shortcutting other people getting to have stuff. This right. is this is an attempt to spread the stuff out. Or this is being nice. Your here's a way to beat the system is not that cool, really. But uh, we bought one one package of baby wipes. We got plenty, but there's only one I could get. Mm. And a thing of water. You don't want an unwiped baby, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not what I use them for. I don't have a bidet like you. Mm, well, and then, but then, Mike, I pity you. I was expecting my traffic this morning to be super light, and it was heavier than last Monday. Hmm. It was. I don't know why. I don't know if everybody who's essential just happens to go to work at the same time I do, but. My traffic was absolutely as heavy as normal, which is just weird to me. Yeah, interesting. Mine was uh, surprisingly uh, thick as well. Yeah, um, I don't know. I have no explanation for it. They've changed the rules in some of your European countries because it ain't working. It ain't getting flat enough fast enough. Like in Italy, various regions, no more parks, no more running and jogging, no exercising. Stay in your house. And they issued, I got the numbers, I'll dig them up, how many thousands of tickets they gave up. I think they gave out like 40,000 tickets in one day in France. No jogging. What's going to happen to you? Well, and Italy has some serious problems. We're going to get into Italy a little bit more. Uh, and their, specifically, their relationship with China and their newfound dependence on China and ginormous number of illegal immigrants from China in Italy, an aspect of the story that has been uh, muted at least. And I'm not here pitching xenophobia. I, in fact, I think it's the, the opposite that's really interesting. Everyone is so terrified of being honest about it, they're muting it. Which is its own dishonesty. What is going on there? I don't know. Uh, as always, what is your Chinese virus reality? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC, whether it's your job, whether it's whatever. Oh, my My final note before we uh, get to the opening here is, I was looking around, the. I went to the Target, and it's a strip mall. Everything else in the strip mall was closed. And I was looking around, and I'm thinking, how long can these places all stay closed? Mm-hmm. And and survive it all. Right. I mean, that's just 
Holy crap, there are some economic projections that I don't even know if I want to say out loud. Yeah, I know. Because if they're they're half what people are saying, it would be devastating. What worries me and a lot of people, including the people involved, I'd say primarily the people involved, is that those least able to afford uh, a shutdown are those who are going to be hit most quickly and most directly. Right. Which is uh, tough to take. And, you know, the discussion about is the cure worse than the disease has begun in earnest, and we ought to touch on that at some point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Show we on. should definitely go down that road, because yeah. that's a good one. Um, let's introduce everybody in the squad to kick off the show. There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Um, I'm afraid I'm the bearer of bad news for everybody here. Um more? Nah, it, it, it's starting to really affect us. Yeah, because I was kind of swamped in good news there for a while. Yeah. So. Okay, well, here we go. I went and I, uh, here at the Radio Rants, used the restroom. It looks like people are stealing toilet paper. So there, there's no love to be found there, in there? There was one roll in there, barely, and then there was nothing else. And I'm just afraid. It looked like, and there wasn't any <sighs> leftover. People have taken it. It looks like they've appeared to have taken it. I thought the toilet paper thing had run its course in that people realized you don't need it. Uh, There's going to be plenty, et cetera, et cetera. But no, they're stealing it from work. That's fantastic. You know, you see the best of humanity, and you see the worst of humanity in a crisis. The people that are going to go out to their car and go back in so they can get more of the stuff at the Target. Exactly. And the people are going to steal the toilet paper at work. Homo okay. sapiens, my least favorite species. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? I'm doing well. Supplies and morale remain high at Chateau Relaxo 2.0. Um, it's been it's been quite the experience. As this is in my Zen state. Right. I, I'm at home. You know, I'm not only do I, I I no longer even have to have the burden of creating some sort of reason for not going out. <laughs> you don't have to right? feel guilty it's about like, it. No, I'm doing what we're supposed to be doing. You're just a good American. Yeah, exactly. Doing my part, flattening the curve, dusting off a ton of old video games I haven't played for a while. Actually, uh, was playing uh, uh, over the internets with my brother for a little while. We jumped on a game. We're playing together, so I'm still getting some form of socialization. I have found myself. Calling friends that I used to just text. I, I, I saw that. I saw an article yeah. about the return of the phone call. Yeah, yeah. Just the clean, return hey, of the phone call. Hey, it's good to hear your voice. Glad, yeah. glad you're. Oh, I'll, secretly, I'm just testing from. Do I hear wheezing? Are you? Oh, you, oh, you got COVID. Oh, that, that's not funny. But uh, yes, no. but but no. So I can tell them to take proper exactly. measures. You're looking out for them. But exactly. I, that is an interesting side effect. Is I'm 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 not texting as much as I used to. I'm hmm. calling more. What is this? The olden days? Uh, yeah, people are calling in. I'm you know, Jack Armstrong. Yeah, get, it, get off the beaches, you young millennial. No, wrong generation. Generation whatever you are. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Monday, March 23rd. How's your brackets looking? The year 2020, <laughs> we are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark. And what's terrible about it is what's great about it. What's terrible about it is it's made us all equal in many ways. And what's wonderful about it is that it's made us all equal in many ways. (laughs) There you go. If you haven't seen Madonna from her bathtub... We've got it on our Twitter page. I don't know where we got it on our website, I suppose. I don't know where we've got it. Armstrongandgetty.com. Historians looking back at these troubled days will point to that video as the moment that humanity succumbed to the (laughs) coronavirus scourge. (laughs) That was when hope died. 
It's when the virus won. When a freaky-looking, overly <laughs> surgified Madonna. She is freaky-looking. Oh, my God. If you if you opened the door and saw that in your tub, you'd scream. <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't think, it, oh. You'd have a heart attack. Ooh, sexy, uh, the naked ah! Madonna. No, you'd scream, oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What's in there? I don't know. It's some sort of goblin, some sort of devil bat sort of zombie thing. It's like a person, but no. <laughs> How his mailbag look? Oh, it's outstanding, my gosh. A sprawling epic. It's all next. Armstrong and Getty. We're just discussing all the various things in here that might be dirty from the sickos that were in here doing radio shows over the weekends. But um, I wonder if this... Every contract we say, next contract we're going <laughs> to demand nobody uses our studio. But I, and we keep forgetting. I wonder, Idiots. I wonder in general as a society, is this going to make germaphobes out of everybody once it's all over? Will we go back to normal or will we forever be concerned about germs on every surface in a way that's probably not healthy? I don't know. I'm, more, I'm, you know, I'm more careful now than I've ever been in my life. I've never been one of those grab a paper towel to open the door guys, but uh, I am now. Mm. Mailbag. Our freedom loving quote of the day today. No, we're not going to stop the freedom loving quote of the day just because of the coronavirus thing or the terrorists of one. In, in fact, I, I don't think it's a terrorism thing this time, but um, <laughs> partly because. There are challenges to liberty going on right now. No doubt. There are those who would use this this emergency to take more power. Well, it just seems and, to and, happen. And even to the extent that we want to give them a little more power, we want it to be very temporary. It just seems to happen whether it's uh, ill-intended or not. Just the government expands its power during the big crises. It always has happened. Right. Here's your uh, freedom-loving quote of the day all week today, at least all week, maybe all month, maybe all year. It's going to be Thomas Sowell, the great uh, thinker, writer, philosopher. It is so easy to be wrong and to persist in being wrong when the costs of being wrong are paid by others. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. That is, that, that's government programs for you. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, we're also taking your uh, COVID-19 reality, your China flu reality at mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com you can email us anytime you want again that's mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com charming note here jim the podcast thief from poway and beautiful southern california writes uh, my neighbor's daughter was lifting everyone's spirits this weekend she covered the entire block around the whole neighborhood with chalk art awesome guess who landed in my driveway jack i'll have you take a look at that beautiful very nice kid chalk art Oh, wow. Squawky the Eagle. An American flag with an eagle next to it. Yes. There you go. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations, Jim. Visited by Squawky. Squawky can carry the bird flu. Do we still have Squawky? I mean, we used him to sign off Marshall's News, and Marshall isn't here anymore. Yeah, I think we let him fly off, finally. Well, yeah, I, I think maybe during these troubled times, I issue the uh, the Squawky call. We need to hire a falconer and get him back. Yes. Yeah. Plus, you know, the falconers are out of work these days. Nobody's falconing. Moving along. Why so much toilet paper? Andre writes, and this is an old Romanian proverb from when disease is going around. Because when one sneezes, ten others crap themselves. That's what? why. That's an old Romanian proverb? <laughs> That's what he claims. 
Uh, everybody's afraid of disease. Yeah. Why you know, do you need more toilet paper? Because of that. Uh, and he also says, uh, Andre, a.k.a. the communist, which is what you so astutely named me a few years ago when you aired another one of my emails. I don't remember why we called you the communist, Andre, and, and I apologize if, if that offended you. Yeah, the history of mankind is dealing with these sorts of things. We don't really have too much in the modern world for all kinds of obvious reasons. We understand where germs come from. We we don't we don't poop in the streets. Right. We wash our hands. All that not, sort of stuff. Not usually. But the state of of humankind has been dealing with these things on a regular basis. Right. This is all new to us. Right. In the limited time we have, uh, Mark with a C says, "I started a change.org petition asking that the Chinese government be held accountable for their negligence." And to take the $1.2 trillion we owe China if they're found culpable. Uh, I put it on a, uh, the fan page, the Armstrong and Getty fan page, and I've gotten a lot of pushback. Oh, well. From whom? Our, our fans? Anyway, the hope is to make elected officials work on showing Chinese officials cause this. Besides, why should US, U.S. taxpayers pay for this mess, mess and pay the bonds that the Chinese hold? They'll never pay Thanks, up, Mark. but I love the idea of some sort of claiming they owe us or hitting them with a bill. I love the sound of that. Yeah. The whole world hitting China with a bill. And they're mouthy over the weekend. we got to talk about sure. that, too. Mouthy, mouthy China. <laughs> The Armstrong and Getty Show. Street lights along the highway. Millions of people are going to lose their jobs, and that's what's so scary about this. Are we in a recession? If we're not right now, we will be soon. My basic case scenario is we will at least have a mild recession like after 9-11. The worst case would be we'd have a deep recession like the 2008 financial crisis. We just don't know right now. That's Neil Kashkari. He was on 60 Minutes last night. He was, uh, well, among other things, he was the Republican candidate for governor several years back in California. But he also... Heck of a good man, in my opinion. Smart. Should have won. Clearly a smart guy, too, and, um, and, and ran the bailout in 2008. Anyway, a lot of interesting stuff he said on 60 Minutes that we'll play later. He was like the only bright spot I saw all weekend long, and I don't know... Not exactly sure why that is. There was a lot of negative information out there, health-wise and economic-wise. He had some positive stuff that we'll play a little bit later, but uh, there are going to be a lot of people out of work. The economy is going to take a huge hit, and then this conversation has gotten going of whether or not the cure is worse than the disease. Well, as a matter of fact, the president tweeted that out last night mm-hmm. in all caps. Right. He's shouting at me, don't shout, I'm in bed. Right, <laughs> right, yeah. What did he say exactly? Do you, do you um, recall? You want to bring up the tweet? Somebody can bring up the tweet from uh, Trump's thing, but yeah, bring up the tweet. <clears throat> but <clears throat> it's the, it's that it's that theory, it's that uh, idea right. of the cure being worse than disease. The the shutting down everything like that is going to destroy the economy in a way that is worse than if we just let it play out. I don't think that's true. Uh, I don't see how that could possibly be true, but that is catching hold as a as an idea. Aaron from Pleasanton, California, wrote uh, us an email overnight. I thought it brought it, it brought up the question in a pretty good way. He says, guys, I'm pretty sure I've listened every minute of your show for the last two weeks, if not the last eight years. I think everyone should model their lives after Aaron. Every minute? Yeah, that's probably a good idea. I haven't heard you discuss the utilitarian argument for the current government restrictions. Let's assume what people are saying is true. If we do nothing, three million will die. Oof. It's horrific to think about. However, what about the tens of millions of people's lives who will be ruined? 
uh, ruining someone's life gets thrown around a little bit uh, loosely, if you ask me. Just because your life is challenged doesn't mean it's ruined. But um, there could be catastrophic financial consequences to a huge number of people. I absolutely uh, agree with you there. You have trillions of dollars of the economy lost, plus businesses that will never reopen. Many multiples, more people, it will take dozens of years to financially recover, if they recover at all. Then who will die for the virus? Are we sure it's worth it? The more appropriate response would be to quarantine all oldsters and those in poor health. Of course, society should take care of them, but the comparative cost of what we are doing would be minuscule. Uh, Did you come up with the president's tweet? There it is, in all caps. Would you like to shout it at us, Jack? We cannot let the cure be worse than the problem itself. At the end of the 15-day period, we will make a decision as to which way we want to go. Even an exclamation point at the end, in case you missed the all caps. Uh, Yes, yes. His idea being at the end of 15 days, which gets you in a pretty solid place of having an idea who's got it and who's not and all that sort of stuff. Um, uh, And and then hopefully by then there'll be testing kits and all that sort of stuff. Uh, You hope. Good God. Um, uh, But then we'll decide, okay, do we continue on with the shutdown to make sure as few people get sick and die as possible, but destroy the economy for a brief period of time? Or do we let the great economy hum along and uh, and, uh, people die, they die? Well, maybe that's the wrong way to put it. I don't know. No, no, no. That's that's, that's what we're talking about. (sighs) There's so many aspects to this. The one thing I'm concerned about, economically speaking, is I'm not sure I buy the idea that when uh, when the ref blows the whistle and we can all go back on the field, um, that the economy will just restart and regain its mojo. Uh, to what extent will it? Will it be 100%? Will it be 90%? Will it be 48%? Uh, I, I don't know. If you lost and, your business and there's and it's gone... Exactly. It doesn't matter to you. You're not going to fire open your doors and have all your employees rush back and and, and instantly hand a paycheck. That's not the way it works. They all have new jobs. Your place is closed. There's a new new business in that spot now. I mean, just, yeah. Right. Uh, Having said that, we received another email that I found very, very interesting. It's pages long. It's a, um, a tech company CEO. Uh, not far from where I live. Very smart guy, obviously. He wrote his employees a four-page, single-spaced uh, single email on why they're going to stay open. Mm. Statistically speaking, death rates, China, um, the flu, percentages, on and on it goes. This is a smart guy and a tech guy, on and on. There's so many numbers here you could, you know. It could fill up a page just with the numbers he uses. The problem is, I read the whole thing, and there's a lot of flawed analysis here based on the fact that the data set stinks. And and he tries to deal with that as a smart guy and a tech guy. It's because nobody knows what percentages are legitimate. Nobody knows. there Unless there's universal testing, you don't know what percentages of people have water, die of water, or the other thing. And the one thing he leaves out of his analysis of China, because he leans heavily on the Chinese death rate, what he leaves out of it, and this is an astounding um, uh, oversight, is they locked down like it was a maximum security prison. For weeks. I mean, way beyond what the U.S. would ever do. So if you want to say, look, it only lasted about a month in China, and not mention that, I mean, come on. So back to the president's shouted tweet. 
given the stats I'm seeing out of New York, which I undermined about three sentences ago, <laughs> the way it appears to be the caseload doubling uh, every two to three days, the curve could easily overwhelm the hospital system, and we would have just piles of dead nationwide, sweeping across the nation. Hardcore two weeks, see what happens, reassess. God, there's a couple things that happened over the weekend, and I, I didn't have time to chase every single story that I came across. I chased a lot of them. Uh, I have a ton of information for today. There, there's so much interesting stuff going on. The economy, the disease, the, 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 the culture, the jobs, the, just the way people respond, all that sort of stuff. Well, and the governmental response, which we're going to get into in a it, little it's bit. It's too bad that so stimulus. much, too bad that so much of the, if I get started on this, I won't be able to stop. Uh-oh. It's too bad that so much of the media can only, you'd have thought a crisis oh. might have stopped this, but they can only make it about Trump and their battle with Trump. Are you freaking kidding me? This is the biggest thing that has happened in my entire life. And you're continuing the same, I really want to say bull s conversations about, did Trump do this wrong or that wrong? And he said this fact check. Are you serious? There are so many interesting things you could be discussing or teaching people or talking to professors about or whatever. They're too stupid and their audience is too stupid. You are honestly bad Americans. You are honestly bad humans. You're bad human beings. But anyway, I can't get off on that rant for now. I'm sure I will later. I got a quick example for you. Just heard it on the way in. Elizabeth Warren getting interviewed about the argument in the Senate over how what's the stimulus? What should it do? What strings attached to the rest of it? And she says, and the way it's written now, Donald Trump could get a huge check for Mar-a-Lago and fire all of his employees. And I've been listening to this long, stimulating conversation about... All right, what sort of stimulus is proper? How do we make sure it gets to the most vulnerable if we're going to do something? Let's talk about stock buybacks. That's a legit question. It's taxpayer money, blah, blah, blah. And then she comes in, she's got to make it about Miralago, for Mar-a-Lago, for God's sake. Yeah. Really? Are we that stupid, Elizabeth? I, I won't engage in that. I just I had to let that steam off. I'm not going to engage in that. I just I'll can't. engage in it. Um, I have the courage. <sighs> Anyway, I have I have tremendous sympathy for somebody who has the view of, okay, I get pulled over by the cops because they're going to start pulling people over. I was at the hardware store yesterday, <clears throat> again, and I'd been there a couple times, um, and it was empty yesterday. So I was there on Friday. Not a normal day, but there are customers around. Mm-hmm. There on Saturday, like one other customer. I was there yesterday, one clerk with a mask and gloves and not another human being there. Um, and he said the police came by and said, do we have our badges or paperwork or whatever? Cause really? Might, yeah. Yeah. That's so that's the first I've heard of that. So I think they're good. Well, they said you want, you're going to want to have them because in the near future, we may be looking for them. They weren't checking to see if they had them yet, but they were just saying this might become a thing soon. I can, I can fully understand someone who gets pulled over by the police and says, look, I understand what we're trying to do. Flatten the curve with all due respect. I have a business. I got employees i've got a house i got a mortgage i got four kids i got all this stuff right with all due respect we're staying six feet apart we're wiping everything down but i'm gonna go to freaking work all right i get that attitude 100 yep yeah yeah and it is so easy for the folks in dc to pontificate about somebody whether it's a waitress or uh you know a working guy who if he doesn't show his high knee up he does not get paid 
It's easy to pontificate about how they have to stay home for the rest of us, or on the other end of it, a small business person who, who she, he busted their ass their entire life and has invested every cent of their savings and debt up to their neck to make a dream come true, and this could end it, and they will be dead broke after a lifetime of effort. Them saying, look, I'm going to be careful, but I've got to keep this going. And and having Elizabeth Warren or whatever say that, you know, they shouldn't, they're a bad person, or, or the cops sticking them. Uh, these are very difficult decisions that we're facing. And, and you know, needless to say, we're ill-served by our idiot media. But <laughs> um, I just, I hope cool heads prevail. Yeah. Well, if you're going to go with the metaphor... When I had cancer, the most unpleasant part of the whole experience was the cure. The cancer never felt that bad. I had a pain. The chemotherapy was horrible. Mm-hmm. But if I hadn't done it, I'd have died. Right. So right. the cure was worse than the disease in the way it uh, affected my body during that whole period of time. Right. But if I hadn't done it, I'd have died. So what are the choices? To fa- further belabor the metaphor, if your doctor had said to you, it's going to be 20 years of chemotherapy, and it's about a one in three chance that you uh, that you live a month beyond that. I mean, then what is your decision? Right. Um, and and that's what we've got to decide. Although I will tell you this, and there are there are a fair number of people who are still going with the this is uh, an overreaction. It's not that bad, or it's a conspiracy, or something like You're that. You're just wrong, people. Yeah, you've got to explain to me. Why the government of every developed nation on Earth and the underdeveloped ones would be in agreement on this crazy conspiracy? God, did you hit? The, see that it hit Syria, and particularly that uh, that, oh, that little area where they got a million refugees on the run. No, oh I my that. God, what's that going to be like? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. Anyway, we have some uh, stuff that's not quite so grim, but also interesting. And your texts, of course, at 415-295-KFTC. And I got a a good right-footed kick right to the junk of the Chinese government. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's going to lift them off their feet. (laughs) All right? Stay tuned for that. Most of the lights are off on the Las Vegas Strip, and there's also a an adult dance club offering a drive-through show that you can watch in your car. Sorry, Wayne Newton Shower Drain, we have a new grossest thing in Las Vegas. Drive-through strip clubs. There you go. Wayne Newton Blast. Um, Who's that for? Do you remember that NBA player that touched all the microphones jokingly and then he tested positive for Corona and it ended up shutting down the NBA season? Yes, sir. Rudy Gobert, the stifle tower. He has <laughs> lost his sense of smell. What? Because of the virus. What? I didn't know that was a possible thing to have happen. What? Why didn't I, like a lot of you people, invest in Zoom when I should have? I'd never even heard of Zoom a week ago. Mm. Now everybody mentions it 50 times a day. Position yeah. in the positive Sean portfolio. Yeah. 
I'm just nice. not smart thanks, enough. But thanks for the tip. Somebody texted, Zoom video conferencing has been my saving grace during social distancing. I've got a, a Zoom happy hour every day that I do with a bunch of people. Guided meditation, family game night, all through Zoom. And a lot of uh, schools are doing it and all that sort of stuff. So, Yeah. What's your uh, coronavirus reality? Texas 415-295-KFTC. On that topic, nice note from Pat. Uh, bah, 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 the corporations, corporations, those terrible, greedy bastards, including Target, Kroger, Safeway, Starbucks, many others have announced pay raises, bonuses, and new paid leave policies. Apple is donating millions of masks to hospitals. Zoom has offered free use of video conferencing tools to schools. And the CEO founder even set two schools up himself, personally did their IT for them. Bayer, Novartis, uh, Mylan, Tev have offered tens of millions of treatments for free of their malaria drugs if they're successful in treating coronavirus. The Gates Foundation is providing $100 million in funding for R&D. Nike's donating $15 million so far. Facebook donated 720,000 masks, 1.5 million gloves, and there are so many more examples. Where did they get the masks? I thought that there weren't masks to donate. Do they just mean the amount of money worth of masks, or did they all those companies physically have the masks in a warehouse somewhere? I don't know. Because I know it's a problem across the country. They actually don't have the good masks in some of your uh, your hospitals. It is. If and Facebook, if you had an entire warehouse full of these for some reason, yeah. Yeah, which I doubt. I don't know the mechanics of that exactly, but the uh, the swift kick, and I promised the Chinese. Oh, there's there a was, lot of them deserved. Shockingly enough... Uh, an article in the New York Times that was good, and it's about China, and you know maybe uh, we'll have a little more time to get into this later, but long story short, a number of years ago, uh, a couple of companies, including 3M, which is a Minnesota-based company, moved their manufacturing of masks to China. China! And... All of the mask makers did the same thing because to compete on price, they felt like they had to, which was fine until the recent go-around. Perhaps you've heard about it, the coronavirus. Now, these American-owned factories, American companies, just leaving using Chinese real estate, Chinese workers, China has confiscated all of those masks for their use and won't let them out. Well, that should be the end of the conversation on whether or not we can have companies in China producing anything that's even close to important, and maybe anything, period. Beijing, according to Peter Navarro, advisor to President Trump on manufacturing trade, Beijing, he said, it opted to, quote, nationalize effectively 3M, our company. 3M's declining comment. Well, you know, they probably should, but... um. Let's see. Other manufacturers say the Chinese government is still claiming all the masks that their factories in the country make. Quote, mask exports are still not authorized, but we are following the situation every day, Um, said a Canadian manufacturer that makes three million masks a day in its Shanghai factory. Three million masks a day. Right. But China won't let any of them out, even though American and Canadian companies are actually producing them. Uh, It's their stuff. Yeah, It belongs to the American and Canadian companies. Right. It's their property. China did not just stop selling masks. It bought up much of the rest of the world's supply and imported 56 million respirators and masks in the first uh, weeks after the uh, lockdown. 
um, and and now are holding on to most of them. They've made a couple of well-publicized by the Chinese communist donations and aids to Italy. It donated, for instance, it donated 250,000 masks last month uh, to Iran, one of the country's hardest hit. 200,000 to the Philippines, said it would send 5 million masks to South Korea, et cetera, et cetera. But that's of many, many, many tens of millions manufactured by American Canadian companies. Yeah, well, there's so much we could go with China. Jonathan Swan, who we really like from Axios, did an interview with that uh, the, the China's ambassador, who we were blasting a couple of weeks ago. He goes on these TV shows and acts like he barely speaks English and can't understand the question so that he can dodge a bunch of things. Right. And he was doing an interview with Jonathan Swan, and um, he was asked about, for instance, uh, a prominent journalist. Who who disappeared for covering the coronavirus there in China? And he said, "I don't I don't know that name. I don't know anything about it." And then Jonathan Swan showed video of the guy being asked about the very same person a month ago on television, and he just acts like I don't I don't even know what you're talking about with that story. He was he was also asked about this story that's been coming out of China that the United States is responsible for starting this virus, and he right. said, "Oh, that would be a ridiculous thing to say. Nobody believes that." Then went to tape of people in Chinese in China saying it out loud to the world. He's just a liar.